What up, what it do, I'm live from the booth for the Solid World Podcast I'm your gracious and often hated host, Salit Vontrell This pod is produced by Solid World Entertainment and officially sponsored by Courtesy Transportation One of the best transportation companies in the ENC The goal of my podcast is to educate, inform, and entertain while having real conversations You can find this pod on Apple, Spotify, Google, or just about any other platform you can name With that being said, I'm going to stop all the chatting and let you get to it I appreciate you for tuning in with yours truly. Stay solid. Solid world. Yes, sir. We bike. I'm back on. I invested in myself. That mean I'm black on. I did this from out the trenches. That's my backbone. Feel a brother gone again. He just came back home. Make my money match my outfit. I got racks on. Had to cut off all the leashes. Trying to special guest in the building. Let my dogs handle the business, I'm a rap on. We put this inside our glitches, call them scrap bones. If you ever disrespect it, you get slapped on. I didn't really run my Yes, sir, we bite, we bite, we bite. What up, what it do? I'm live from the booth for the Solid World Podcast. I am your gracious and often hated host, Salit Von Trail. This is episode eight. Got another special guest in the building with me today. Very special, my dog, Teak. What's good? What's up, bro? How you living? Busy, yes, sir. I, I know it. I'm, I'm busy too, it. but but not as busy as you. Trust me. <laughs> How you been, man? Happy New Year to you too. Happy New Year's, bro. I'm, it's blessed just to be alive, bro. A lot of people don't don't cherish the small things in life. Right. Just waking up, bro. You know, having bread and and, and getting you know getting business buying materialistic things is only. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a small portion of life. You know what I'm saying? That's so fact. I look at the small, just waking up. That's what excites me for real, because it. It, it can be different It can be different For sure So let's start out with Let's tell the people Who, who you are For the intro um, What you want to start out with Man I mean <laughs> I, I done touched on A couple industries But right now I'm in the finance industry Credit to be specific mm-hmm. So uh, I used to call myself A credit coach Now I'm actually I call myself A financial literacy coach I done went above and beyond And past credit I know about finance overall So um, Anything dealing with Uh Business and personal credit mm-hmm. or, or finance, I know about it. You know okay. what I'm saying? So buying a car, getting a business loan, getting a house, I don't care what the case may be. That's right. what I talk about. It's what I know about. Okay, that's dope. So let, let's start out with with the beginning for you. So mm-hmm. as far as being an entrepreneur, how long have you, have you been an entrepreneur? When did you start? 2012. 2012 is when I first... Uh, it's crazy because... Um, 2012 was a crazy year for me. 2012, I went through a situation where I got shot mm-hmm. randomly. You know, it won't for me, dude. Made a mistake and shot me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I I, I basically lost everything I had worked from um, prior to me getting shot. Right. Because I got shot. So basically, um, I was down like seven, eight months after I got shot. Um I was staying at my grandparents' house. My uncle came to the crib one day. Was like, "Hey, Teak, man, you what you plan on doing? You plan on getting back there, out there and working?" Because I, I mean, I I had low self esteem and everything for a while. Because I, I mean, imagine, I, bro, I got shot in my hand and my um, you know, I'm right handed, so I do everything on my hand. Yeah. So taking a shower, making myself, you know, getting a cup of co- cup of uh, anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They won't, you know, what I regularly regularly do. So to make a long story short, um, my uncle was like, "Yo, Teak." What you plan on doing? I said, man, I don't know, man. I'm going to try to get me a job. Da, 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 da. He was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get my, my bail bond license. I'm like, word? He like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So what's that? Right. He started talking to me about it. And I'm one of them dudes. If you bring some shit up, I'm going to go look for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's how I do it. And that, that right there, that one situation is kind of how I go about life in every aspect when it comes to business. I walk in the business, walk in the building. I'm like, yo, damn, this building big. How many offices in here? What's the average rent? Mm-hmm. Damn, what's that a month? Damn, what's that a year? Damn, I need to get me a building. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't think like that either. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you. That's how I look at everything, bro, because, you know, I, I I listen to a lot of motivational um, podcasts and mm-hmm. YouTube uh, videos, and it's like anything anybody else can do, you can do. Yeah, right? Exactly. But to kind of go back to what I was saying, when it comes to um, me getting in Bell Bonnie, my uncle told me about it. Um, make a long story short, I end up going online and looking up 
how to do it, paying for the class, going to Raleigh, passing the exam, and get my bail bond license the first time around. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And um, that's when Instagram first came out. I don't know if you know, but I popped from social media. Oh yeah, that's how all my businesses. If you in business right now and you not using social media. You tripping? Yeah, especially in today's time. Yeah, you tripping? I mean, it's 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 like especially when you're able to put money behind ads and and get it seen by more people. Right. I got people I work with on my credit business in California, Florida, New York, Texas, Dang. all over, bro. I, done, I think tough. the only I, I I think Oregon is probably the only place I ain't. I don't talk to North Dakota, yeah. South Dakota, all over Washington. Well, I see you got like 15,000 followers, don't you, on Instagram? Something yes, like that? yes, bro. All organic. Um, that was actually my personal page when I first started. I had like 3,000 followers mm-hmm. when I first started. Like I said, I, I was pro- promoting a bail bond in that first. Right, okay. Right, that was my thing. Bail bond, bail bond, bail bond. Um, which did well. <laughs> and it kind of bit me in the ass. Now right. to bring it up. Because I put everybody on bail bonding in Greenville. Anybody that was young doing bail bonding, yeah. I put them on. That's tough, and it kind of t- it kind of took me out the door because I put everybody on. Yeah, but uh, I don't regret it. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's how I got started in the business, bro. That's tough. Okay, so fast forward, you start out bills bonding. What was your next move? Um, Did you jump straight to credit? No, hell no. So my uh, what do you call them? Supervisor, right? For mm-hmm. bail bonding, because everybody when you when you uh when you bail bonding, you work under somebody for like a year or two. Depending on uh, the deal y'all got, so my supervisor, which his name is Sharp, mm-hmm. you know, matter of fact, yeah. your boy, yeah, 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 Sharp, yes. that's my guy, yes, sir. So he put me on. Um, he he bought a truck, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he bought a box truck, a couple box trucks, and he was talking about the money he was making. I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm a, I'm one of those guys. I just, I don't know, man. I, I realized things. I'm like, okay, cool. If he can do it, I can do right. it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Um, and that's not to cut you off, but that's kind of the mindset that you gotta have when it comes to being an entrepreneur. Yeah, or even more than that, but like you gotta have the mindset, like you know, I, if if that person can do it, so can I. I just gotta be be willing to put the work in and do the research on it, and you know what I mean, just stay grounded with it. Be relentless, bro. That's one thing about me. Um, my boy Red said all the time. He was like, "Yo," I asked him because I was like, "Bro, I'm trying to make like a a uh, what do you call it." Um, it was a paragraph I was typing, but about myself. I don't know what they specifically called, but I was like, "Uh, what do you think about me? Like, when you think about Teak, what do you think about?" Mm-hmm. He was like, "Bro, you determined, bro. Like, you relentless. Like, when it comes to yeah. doing anything." And I and I thought about it. I said, "Yeah, you're right." Because I done failed so many days. I done, I done fucked up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I kept trying. Like, sometimes when I go on Instagram posting videos for promotional purposes. I make the video five, six, seven times sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Until right. I get it how I want it. Right. Some people are like, man, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, now nah, I just know like when it comes to anything in life, bro, you got to be relentless. And that's and it ain't gonna change. It's gonna be like that forever. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Okay, so 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 you went and got your box truck? Uh got your box truck? To make a long story short, yeah. Yeah, I told him like, look, bro, I'm trying to get me a truck. He said, All right, cool. You need to go to Penske. You need to get you a box truck from Penske. Um, at the time, I mean, it's different avenues of trucking. Yeah. You know, people don't, just like there's different avenues of real estate, different avenues of uh, stock market, different avenues in finance. When I was in trucking, I was in the expedited freight industry. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, which is basically like time critical freight. So um, it's usually like small freight, not like 18 wheeler freight where they got 30, 40 pallets, it's usually like three, four pallets of mm-hmm. whatever that a shipper need before they line shut down. Oh, wow. So they paying you some some pretty good bread to get that shit there like ASAP. Right. Um, so I was doing that uh, about three years. I built the company from the ground up, um, Precise Expedite. I came up with the logo. Mm. I made the website. I literally built my first website on Wix.com from the ground up. Um I paid a guy to make my logo. Mm-hmm. I got my uh, my authority through um, Federal Motor Carrier Association. So I learned all of that shit by doing research, calling and asking questions. Like some people are scared to speak it, and that's where we that's, that's where right. we fuck up. Right? You know what I'm saying? Communication is key. That's one of the biggest aspects in life. Communicating. Right. That's you know true. What I'm saying so with everything. If you don't know how to talk, how the hell is somebody gonna know what you want? Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, 
yeah, I got that businessman. And, and it was, I'm going to keep it hot with you. Like, I'm not going to say it was a, a success. It damn sure wasn't a failure. I learned a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, I took care of myself from that business for damn near three years. So could have been doing that better. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's tough. But, um, yeah, so I got, I ended up getting my first truck. You know, my homeboy, Red, he was my driver. I actually had Tyreek in the truck at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he told me about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tyreek and Red was my first driver. So wow, about it. that's tough. <laughs> then it went from them to me getting another truck. Um, About a year later to me getting another truck. Uh, probably a year after that. So at one point, I had three trucks on a row. Um, and these are all box trucks. All box trucks. And what I what I learned over the course of time in the expedited industry, you know, when you get those Penske trucks, they ain't got no sleepers in them. Mm. So the drivers had to sleep on the damn bench in yeah. the front and, and, or in a hotel, and that ain't comfortable. Right. So when it comes to expedited freight, they got expediters, which are like trucks specifically used. For that kind of freight, and they got sleepers. They box trucks with sleepers. Oh, wow. you rarely see them. Yeah, but they they made just for that type of industry, right. like for you to be able to, um, you know, do over the road freight for expedited freight. And it's, it's two beds in there, just like an eighteen wheeler, but it's a box truck. That's crazy. I I had no idea that box trucks came with those. Yeah, they they rare, bro. They are very very rare. You'll see them on the road. I actually got one parked in Greenville. I still got one. I still got. Um, you know what's crazy, bro? So you still got one? Wow, that's <laughs> it's tough. sitting in the um, it's sitting somewhere uh, in one of Winterville. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a long story short, um, it got a small small motor problem. And I can get it fixed, but I just ain't in the industry no more. Right. I had right. a couple guys talk about buying it, but yeah. That's crazy. So when it comes to the box truck industry, it's mainly just like uh bidding for contracts. Am I right? Yeah. Well not not more so contracts, but for for loads. You know, you, you get to no. that contract part when you got a, a certain amount of trucks, like okay, I see. that was always my goal. Like I'm gonna get some steady freight. Cause if not, you gotta be on the board every morning. Bidding on loads, they post the load. Right. And you're like, hey, y'all can take this for two dollars a mile, two fifty a mile. You know what I'm saying? Actually, what kind of truck, what kind of truck you got? Lift gate, air ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, depending on the freight, you know they'll they'll work with you or not. See, and then what? My first truck that was one of my biggest things. I had a lift gate, but I didn't have an air ride truck. I see. So when it came to the truck I had, it was spring loaded. You hit a bump, that motor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the freight just starts shaking and get crazy, and it can possibly call possibly cause damage. So, um, my next truck, I learned my lesson. I'm getting right. an air ride truck, right. and I'm getting one with a sleeper. Smart. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, life is about lessons, bro. Every mistake I done made, I, I, I realized it was a lesson, and I implemented that shit the next time around. And I just I do that every single, even like to this day, bro. I'm hey, you gonna continue to grow. You gonna yeah. continue to learn. When you feel like you know it all, yeah, that's where you fucked up. Right, that's <laughs> you know true. It's, that's kind of like uh, when you realize that you're too comfortable, now it's time to do something different. Damn right. Ooh, 100%. I always learned that. And I tell a lot of people this. You got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. 100%. You feel me what I'm saying? 100%. So let's talk about today uh, mm-hmm. with ADR Financial Group. Okay. Let's talk. What, is, what does ADR stand for? Um, just me and my wife, initials. Okay. Uh, A for Alexis, D for DeWitt, which is both of our middle name, which is why it's in the middle, and then R for me, Rati. Y'all got the same middle name? Uh, pff, last name. Oh, okay, okay. I was <laughs> we about married. To so okay. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, so you said financial group. What? Mm-hmm. What? Okay, you already talked about the credit. Mm-hmm. Expand more on that. What exactly okay. does ADR Financial Group consist of? Okay, so. Um, like I mentioned to you before, I consider myself a financial literacy coach because when it comes to credit, it's, it's, it's credit repair. That's what mm-hmm. I suspect. That's what we uh, our main focus is. But um, when it comes to credit, man, it's about ed- education as well. And that's where a lot of people like, you know, because, man, credit not talked about in-house. I didn't grow up talking about credit. Me either. It damn sure won't talk <laughs> in my school. You know what I'm saying? So most people find out from Fucking up yeah. And then having to go back and fix Whatever they did wrong If they decide to continue going Right You know what I'm saying So um, I'm big on education Because the know-how Is what needs to What what you need to know You know mm-hmm. How to go about I know man I got my little brother Called me the other day it was like Yo how you go 
about applying for an apartment. I'm like, yo, that shit they need to teach in school. It's true. They, you tell they don't, them, it's it's sad that they don't teach no trades in school. Still, none. It's sad, man. None. It's, and I, I'm not gonna say you set up for failure because I mean, honestly, when it comes to a parent, it's certain positions that we gotta play, right, for our kids. That's true. So, um, when it comes to ADR, right, I'm I'm just my goal is just like this is a financial improvement company. Yes. You know, we started out doing credit repair, but our goal now is to educate people. Like, we're in the process right now of creating a uh, first-time home buyers program, basically like how we help you repair your credit, teach you the steps it takes to go buy a home from start to finish. Because most people don't know the home buying process ain't no joke. Like, it's yeah. a lot to it. Yeah. Um, me and my wife lost our first house that we applied for. Really? It's very common because it's so many steps to buying a home. And if you don't know, Right You don't know right. You know what I'm saying So um, Just overall Like credit education man Just teaching people What credit is You know um, Like prime example When it comes to credit it's, it's 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 a couple scoring models Out there right Like mm-hmm. you got FICO scoring model You got Vantage scoring model And to kind of get in more More detail Most of the banks use FICO scoring model Right So if they pull That's your true. credit They looking at your FICO score Right But if you want to repair your credit, you need to pull your vantage scores because it's a lot more detail. When I say detail, they breaking down every little piece of mm-hmm. each account, like the open date, the account number. Uh, if you have any late payments, what months you had late yeah. payments on. Is that is that kind of like uh, Credit Karma? Um, very similar. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Credit Karma is actually vintage. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I use. Yep. Okay, I see. Yeah, but the thing is with Credit Karma, um, Credit. <laughs> Credit Karma got a hard time reporting accurately. Like, oh really? What's the use of looking at a report if it's not accurate? Right, right. That's a fact. So Credit Karma got a hard time reporting accurate information, and they don't show your Experian uh, credit bureau. Oh, true. So you, you're looking at some information that may not be accurate. Right. On top of that, you're missing one very important bureau. Right. And besides the big three, there are seventy other credit bureaus. Oh wow. Yep. Lexus, Nexus, uh, SageStream, uh, Anavis. Uh, boy, it's, it's so yeah. many of them. Man. I never heard of any of those too. Uh, Creco, Creco Logic, mm-hmm. uh, Check Systems. Check Systems is uh, the credit bureau for bank accounts. So if you ever have somebody that went delinquent on a bank account and they can't get a bank account again, mm-hmm. it's because Check Systems got a bad report on them. Wow, I see. There's a that bureau for everything, even for car insurance. Well, you learn something new every day. <laughs> see, hey, look, see, this is why I got you over here because I ain't know none of that right there. That's crazy. I'm telling you, man, when it comes to just expanding your knowledge, this is what I be telling people like, yeah. yo, don't, don't, don't get to a point where you feel like I know what I'm telling. Like even with you in the podcast joint, like keep going, bro. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Keep going. I don't care for where sure. you, how you sit right now. The process is what you're gonna love and enjoy, and it's it's just when you you gonna get to a point like, damn, definitely. You know definitely. what I'm saying? Like I'm sure, like with me, I'm sure you. uh I'm sure you you continue to study and gain knowledge on credit, just like mm-hmm. you said. I do the same thing with this. Mm-hmm. Each, each and every day, I'm looking at and listening to or watching different podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I I set the I set a high standard for myself. Like all this equipment right here, I ain't have to get this. I could I could do a podcast on my phone. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of the people I know, just like around my age and my generation, that do uh, that try to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. They do it like on their phone, or they have bad quality in their microphone and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of podcasts you might listen to don't don't sound this good at all. Exactly, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like it's just like setting a standard for yourself. Like I want to reach the highest level I can reach. I don't care how long it takes me to get there. Uh huh. I want to reach that highest level. That's about. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. That's like being relentless, people. Right. We got you know. I think some of our biggest problems is like when we go through things in life, and you're gonna continue to go through shit. But when you go through things in life, you quit. True. You get tired, you get you get brain fatigue and damn, speaking about um brain fatigue, you know, like mental health, bro, that's one thing yeah. a lot of people sleep on. Like, you know, forget money, forget a relationship with a girl or a guy. Your mental health is the biggest thing. Once you yep. got this right, all that other shit'll fall in place. Yep. Like a lot of people don't um they don't cherish it. You know, it's kinda like uh you go to work. You know, to get money to work on your career. Mm-hmm. You know, you you go to the gym to work on your muscles to get big, but people forget to work on their damn brain. True, <laughs> you know what that's I'm saying. True. Just like it helps. The most important thing. People forget to eat right. Like you, you got to, you got the work. Whatever you put work towards will grow. Right. You know. So mental health, bro. That's like before 
anything, man. That's what I, I, I realize I want people to focus on. I tell people to focus on, like, just make sure, you know, hop on YouTube. Yeah. You know, um, a guy named John, John Pedenza, he's a doctor. That's one video I watch. One, uh, one YouTube guy I watch all the time. He's not really a YouTube guy, but he get recorded all the time. Um, make a long story short, he talks about the uh, subconscious, um, conscious, and the analytical mind. Um, not sure if you know what that is, but Mm-mm. basically, the subconscious mind is what we do when we don't, what we naturally do without really thinking. Like you know, how you wake up in the morning, you grab your phone, right? You know what right. I'm saying? Or you go to the bathroom, brush your teeth. You up subconsciously, you subconsciously doing that. You're not even really realizing. Like yeah. you're, you're, that's what you normally do. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Kind of how I move my hands when I talk. I normally do that. <laughs> it's, that's it's true. Subconscious, right? Don't even notice. It. Don't even notice it. Um, and then you got the conscious mind where you actually realizing what you're doing and you're thinking about every single thing that you're doing. Right. Right. So a lot of people, I think they said by the age of 35, um, you 95% of your thoughts are subconscious. So that means you, your, your life is like programmed by the age of 35 if you don't start thinking uh, consciously. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it, it, it's a, it's a, a YouTube video. Uh, Video, I really yeah. want you to go watch, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, gonna send it. it to you. Yeah, it's, for sure. it's, it's send called, me the link, bro. Well, yeah, it's called learning how to control um, your mind. Well, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Got today. to. So let me ask you this: um, as far as credit, I'm asking you a couple questions that a couple of the guys wanted me to ask you. So, how big of a role? But before I ask you that, when it comes to having a good credit score and a great credit score. Mm-hmm. Or an average credit score. Yeah, what's the average credit score? Is it like six hundred to six fifty? Mm, yeah, you close six twenty, six fifty. All right, so so a good credit score would be what the six fifty to seven hundred. I'll say, uh, well, some I'm gonna say six twenty to a six uh, seventy nine and six eighty to you said a good great credit score, right? Or good credit score. Good. Okay, good. good. Going from six eighty to about a seven twenty. Mm-hmm. 720 Yeah and then going From there Going on up You know that's Excellent credit Right um, And and, and it's, like, the scores Are just one thing Bro people get Tied up in credit scores And it's like That's not That's not everything Right Because yeah. when the Credit bureaus Not the credit bureaus The credit uh, The lenders Right like mm-hmm. Credit unions And banks When they pull your credit They not Looking at your score Saying oh yeah He used 100% approved yeah. They looking at your credit report and they're like, okay, let me look at this account and let me see how he made his payments and see that he make his payments on time. When did he open this account? It's like three years old. Okay, cool. Oh, that credit card he got. He got high utilization. Mm-hmm. Mm. It been high too. Can't give him but too much money. He going to spend it all. Well, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, yo, no lie. I'm really thinking that if when they check my credit, I'm thinking they only looking at my score. Like how good mm-hmm. is his score? Mm-mm. And going from there, I, did, I had no idea they was looking at all that. Looking at your report. See, that's what I'm learning. That's when I say financial literacy. Like, actually, a lot of people need to learn how to read a credit report because the credit report is what's going to make the decision on whether you buy a home, whether you buy a house, whether right. you get whatever you get. Well, buy a home, buy a car, get a uh, credit card. Um, because that, that, that's what they're doing. You got to learn how to look at what they're looking at. Because right. you just looking at a score, like, that's how they're looking at. They may be telling you your score. That's the easiest thing to remember. But in all detail, they breaking down your report, trying to see how you pay your bills. You know, your your credit report is a reflection of your financial responsibility. I see. I see. So how hard is it, or is it hard to, to get up to that 800 range? That's that's crazy. I'm not even 800. Really? Nope. I imagine that's like extremely hard. My, I'm a, I'm a 797 right now on uh, my highest bureau because you know your scores change yeah. depending on the bureau. I noticed that because you got some lenders, you got some lenders that report to one bureau, like state employees, right? Mm-hmm. State employees is known for reporting to one bureau. Uh, I just they, they just recently started reporting to two. Then you got companies like Chase they report to all three. Um, you got some companies that report to two, you know, some report to all. So mm-hmm. depending on the bureau, depending on the company, they may report to just one bureau or two bureaus or all three, which will make your scores be different, obviously, because right. one's getting benefit and uh, uh, one's reporting to a certain bureau and the other one's not. Um, but your question was again? So my question was, what was my question? My question was, um, 
I want. Oh, uh, how hard is it to get to eight hundred? How hard is it to get to eight hundred? It takes you know time. Yeah, time. Not hard, but it takes time. Like that's one thing about credit. That's one thing about anything. Patience, bro. Right. Um, right. credit takes patience, bro. I've been building my credit tremendously mm-hmm. the last past couple years, and, I, and when I say that, I mean like making my payments on time, not going crazy with my credit cards. Right. Um, and just just every time you make a payment. Every month you make a payment, you build in credit history. It's like I, I told this guy the other day. You got to think about it. When it comes to building credit, do you consider two months building credit? He was like, nah. I said, what about four months? He was like, nah. I said, what about six months? He was like, that's all right. I said, man, you want to give yourself at least a year for mm-hmm. every account you got. You want to have at least a year of payments. History is time. Right. So long as they know you can pay stuff over time, that's right. the more you build your credit profile, your credit report, and your better chances you got to get in the pool yeah. for whatever you want. And I don't think a lot of people that's around our age realize that because like, I got a lot of friends that so they might they might say, you know, oh, the hospital bills ain't that important. But I'm like, I feel like every single bill you have is important. You're right. A collection is a collection. That's what I'm saying. And and once actually once it hit collections, then you're in trouble. Exactly. Am I right about that? At one hundred percent. So it's like, um, when it comes to a collection account, medical bills are very, very, very right. common. Some some medical bills honestly don't even supposed to be on your credit report. You can it's actually um against the law, the HIPAA law, for certain uh medical bills to be on especially ones that are like sickness related. So like mm-hmm. cancer or something like that. Right. It shouldn't be public that you went through whatever you went through. Right. That that no, hell no. Uh, so certain Google the HIPAA laws and you, y'all can figure out what accounts are are, are acceptable and not mm-hmm. acceptable. But when it comes to uh, medical bills, that shit is easy to get off, bro. Yeah, honestly, like so. A lot of the times with these collection companies, especially the ones that buy debt uh, from the original lender, mm-hmm. um, they gotta actually prove that debt belong to you. And to prove that debt belong to you, they gotta have the original signed contract. Right. Um, whether it was online or physical. So uh, a lot of these people, a lot, a lot of people just got a call and say, hey, I, I, you're saying this debt belong to me. I need you to send me proof of that debt to the address you got on file. And if they can send you the contract that you signed, yeah. cool. Yeah, A lot of them can't. Wow. A lot of them cannot. Because a lot of them, you know, I mean, they lend loans out all day long. True. They don't know where the hell that foul at. That's true. <laughs> that makes sense. So a lot of collections can just be removed by simply uh, asking them, hey, I need you guys to, since you're saying this debt belong to me, um, send me the proof validation of that debt. Mm-hmm. And, and the way the law states, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, it says basically it doesn't matter whether the debt is yours or not. What matters is if it's reporting correctly and the uh, contract agreement is set up correctly. I see. If it's not, it can be removed, and that's right. why credit repair exists. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. So when it comes to credit cards, mm-hmm. how big of a role does credit cards play in your credit score? So behind payment history, right? Cause we go, now we're speaking on FICO, right? Let's, let's focus in on FICO. Because the FICO scoring model is, is what 90% of the lenders use anyway, mm-hmm. right? 90% of banks use anyway. So um, when it comes to credit cards, credit cards is 30% of your um, uh, 30% of your score, 30% of your profile. So mm-hmm. like my grandma, when I first grew up, she was like, don't get no credit card. That shit a trap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, if I don't get a credit card, I'll be losing. I won't have 30% of my credit score. Wow. So without a credit card, you're, yeah. you're basically losing out. You, you right. have to have a credit card. I never looked at it like that. And you want to have at least two, minimum. And I was going to ask you that too, because I, I got one that I've been happy with, Cap, Capital One, for mm-hmm. the last four years. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about getting a new one, but I don't know if I should, and I don't know who I should get it with. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I recommend people that when it comes to credit cards, get the highest limit you can. Right. Because it's going to show that you can manage money, you know. But um, you want to make sure you're not just spending. Because I, I done taught a lot of people how to get fifteen, twenty, fifty thousand $50,000 credit cards, and they go, fuck them up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I tell people all the time, if I don't even talk about how to get it until I tell you not to do that. Right. But um, you had a Navy Federal before? Yes. Navy Federal. Maybe federal is notorious for giving out high limit credit cards if your profile is structured right. Mm-hmm. Right. So as long as you got um, two credit cards, uh, one at least five thousand, 
Navy Federal gonna give you somewhere around fifteen thousand if you apply for the rewards credit card. I so, um, basically, I got credit building programs that give you a five thousand um, dollar credit limit guaranteed. So that's one right there. Talk about your your Capital One credit card. Mm-hmm. You're already in the door. You go open an account with Navy Federal, apply for a credit card. You most likely gonna get ten or fifteen thousand, maybe even higher. I had a lot of people get twenty five, thirty k. Dang, that's tough. Yep. And uh-huh. you can use that money to shit. I like to use my credit for business. Yeah, yeah. You know it's personal. Same. I like to use it for business as long as I'm making the right decisions to pay that joint back. You know? Same. I like to use mine. Yeah, like you said, for business or emergencies, really. Mm-hmm. And and one thing I tell everybody because this is one thing I really know about credit cards. Let me make sure I'm right about this. Um, when it comes to your credit limit, you only want to spend about thirty percent of that, right? You want to try to keep it below thirty. Yep. So um, to kind of get in a little more detail. So thirty percent is like the, I'm, I'm gonna call it like the the, the do not pass red zone, like mm-hmm. red. Because if you go over thirty percent, your score is gonna drop tremendously. But if you go past nine percent or ten percent, your score start to slowly decrease. And mm-hmm. as you go up, you know, to fifteen to twenty to twenty five, they slowly start to drop. So I tell people twenty five percent is honestly the safe spot because mm-hmm. you're, you're not gonna see, you know, you, you let's say you spend thirty percent on your car on your car. And then you go and buy, I don't know, like, I need some gas. I got a card on me. I'm going to go put $15 on gas. Mm-hmm. You don't win over 30%. Now your score is a shot down because right. you right there at the border. It's like on the, it's like on the edge of the cliff. Man. Like, should I jump? That, that happened to me once. I was like, yo, what just happened? I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> Very common, though. But the thing is you can always recover from that. Right. Right. You can just pay it back down. But if you miss a payment, that's a different story. Mm, you know what I'm saying pay, When you miss a payment You can't say Hey can you uh, Take that payment back Right right. Okay, I pay the balance down And you remove the late payment Nah that ain't the way it works So it's really important That you at least Make the minimum amount Due on your credit card Right mm-hmm. It'd be like 25 $30 yep. Depending on how much You spend on the card It goes up Yeah that's true Yeah so um, When it comes to credit cards Man it's, it's pretty simple I tell people like You got a due date And you got a statement date Mm-hmm. Your statement date is the date that the uh, lenders, like the banks, the credit unions, that's the date they report all the information on that account to the credit bureaus. Uh, I see. So I what see. you want to do is you want to actually pay your credit card on the statement date, not the due date. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, explain that more. It, it makes a little sense to me, but explain it a little more. So you're saying okay. you want to you do it on the statement date. Not the due date. Yep. Because the statement date is when they report it to all the bureaus. Yeah. Because make a long story short, you got people that pay their credit cards on a due date. Yeah, that's, that's what at, I be doing. Okay. And nothing's wrong with that. You're making your payment on time. But if you want to get a little, because this is how you show the lenders, I know how to use money. Mm-hmm. I know how to use a credit card. So the statement date is a couple days before the due date. And you right. can look at your billing statement on your on your credit card. You can call your company and ask them what's your statement date. If they say your due date, you need to hang up and call back. Yeah, because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. But um, you basically tell them you basically if you if you pay your credit card on your statement date, it's two things you're doing. You're showing the lenders you know how to use money because the statement date is the date they report to the credit bureaus. Sometimes people will make their payment on the due date, and it may be the balance may be higher than thirty percent, mm-hmm. and they go and make their payment, and their scores are low until the next reporting date, and they're like, "Damn, man, I paid my credit card. Why it's not showing?" Right. It's because you didn't pay it on the state. You didn't pay it on the reporting date. The statement you. date is a reporting date, um, and you. by paying your credit card on the statement date, you don't pay no interest. Now that's huge. No interest. You basically use that's the money very for free. Huge. Yep. And yo, know, the first time I saw um, an interest charge on my credit card, I was I, I was getting it from like three months before I noticed it. I'm like, why am I getting an interest charge of twenty seven dollars. I had no clue yep. about interest charges. I had to Google it and all that. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that for me? Yeah, so I mean money, lend, lending money, everything you you everything you get, if it involves lending, it's gonna have an interest rate on it. An mm-hmm. interest rate is a percentage of what they charge you for what they're lending you. For the money they lending you. Right. So like a uh, prime example, if you get a personal loan um for ten K, ten thousand dollars and you wanna um you get approved for that loan. They're going to give you an interest rate of, like, let's say 9%. Mm-hmm. That means uh, they're going to charge you 9% of the money that you got every single month. Mm, I so, see. And, and that's how they make their money. Right. Right. Because like, they're not just giving you money. They be giving you money. Yeah. So it's like, with that being said, they're giving you that money to um to make money. And that's right. how the banks make money. That's how that's how the banks make money. I got you. That Basically makes a lot of sense. They make money. Yep. 
right, let's talk about uh, the credit versus cash theory. All right. Um, because a lot of people, you know, you got a lot of people who say, I know a lot of people who say they rather have cash than credit. Mm-hmm. I say credit can be your best friend. I'd rather have credit. That's because they don't know the power of credit. Yeah. If if you think cash, I mean, depending on the cash. Like I posted a post on my IG one time, and it was like, uh, what would you rather have? Two million dollars in cash, a eight fifty credit score, or uh, four thousand dollars a. a, a a week for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were going back and forth. I'm big on credit, so I don't know if people were more so saying 850 credit score because they know I do credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody, asked me what, everybody kept asking me, what would you choose? What would you choose? I didn't say anything until I got like 300 comments. Yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't say tough. nothing. And I just realized, like, I wanted to see what the people said. Right, right. And a lot of people were, you know, making very valid points. So I took kind of... Um, Took out what they were saying Like okay cool Let me think about this shit myself yeah. What would I take You know what I'm saying And it came down to the two million You know what I'm saying Because mm-hmm. I know what I can do with two million True If you if you True. don't know what you can do With two million You need to take the 850 Right You know I what I'm saying Because um, a, a 850 credit score I mean it ain't easy to get no Well 820 My bad A 820 credit score Because you can't get an 850 Um okay. A eight. Well, depending on a FICO, I can go a lot more in detail. <laughs> but uh, yeah. to make a long story short, the regular FICO, FICO eight goes to a eight twenty. Okay. Gotcha. If you uh, with a eight, eight with a eight twenty credit score, you can make a lot of shit happen. I believe it. <laughs> you can I make a lot it, of shit happen. Like I said, I got a seven ninety seven right now, and I I really don't think it's nothing I can't get. You know. Wow. Long as your income, and that's one thing about credit too, it's not just about your credit; it's about your income too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people won't ask for pay stubs, depending on what you're applying for. If you already have something on your profile, and that's why I say the profile is important, right? You that's have true. something on your profile that's already similar. If I go apply for a car that's a hundred k, and I had a car on my credit profile already that was a hundred k, don't ask for pay stubs. I know you can pay for it; you've done it before, right? But if I ask, if I go ask for a car, you know, two fifty. Man, I might need to see some income. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Let me, let me see sense. if you can manage this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay, so speaking on uh, knowing what to do with your money, you're in the stocks, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to learn more about it before I get into it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, what's some of the stocks that you're into? Oh, man. Um, I've been on Tesla heavy. Tesla. I hear a lot of people talk about Tesla. See... I buy what I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a car guy. Everybody know right, I've be, I yeah, been yeah. big on cars. Yes, sir. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm hip. I've <laughs> <laughs> been big on cars. So when uh, um, when Tesla came out, you know, electric car company, I ain't think much of it. I'm thinking like, damn, didn't Chevy do that shit? Yeah. BMW, did somebody else <laughs> do that shit already? But they revolutionized it because they made it to where those cars can go long range. Mm-hmm. Right? And those cars can... Um, like be maintenance free, like right. though, like Tesla is the one of the first car companies that have a hundred thousand mile warranty, a hundred hundred thousand mile factory that warranty. Yeah, that's crazy. Toyota, Nissan, all these right. companies that consider Honda that's considered super reliable and durable, right. they don't even got a hundred thousand. Not even close. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they 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 um and then my first time driving a Tesla, I drove the Model X with the gold wing doors. Yeah, I drove the um. The model Y. I drove all. I drove majority of all of them. That what made me realize, like, yo, I gotta buy this motor. <laughs> like they, they are the future, bro. Yeah, they bro. are the future. Um, I want one myself. I ain't gonna lie, yo. Telling you that dude, Elon Musk, the owner of yeah, Tesla, people, genius. Yes, genius. most people don't know, but he actually designed. He actually uh, made PayPal. Oh, he for sold, real? Yeah, he he made PayPal. He sold PayPal for a couple billion. I had no idea about so, that. You know him, him making Tesla and then making SpaceX. I mean, it's yeah. down his, it's right down his avenue. Right. Um. But to kind of get into details, man, I, I I fuck with Tesla. Um. I fuck with uh, a lot of dividend stocks like AT and T, um, Coca Cola, and, and dividends is I, I'll get into that in a minute. But to tell you some of the stocks I fuck with besides Tesla, um, Netflix, um, Facebook. And that's that's kind of one because they're 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 growing. They're yeah. they're like a Facebook is a I love them, but they're they're like they're bullies. Why is it up? They're social media bullies. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah, it's like you got companies yeah. like Snapchat, you got companies like TikTok, and um, 
even Facebook came out, you know, IG dropped, they bought in, they bought IG, you know, Facebook owned, owned right, IG. Right. Um and then they start putting reels on Yeah, I seen that. That's basically seen a that. TikTok format. <laughs> you know, so their their goal is to like dominate right. the industry uh for social media. But um yeah, let me check my phone right quick and tell you some stocks I got. But yeah, man, I um cryptocurrency as well, bro. Mm-hmm. I think crypto is something that's like heavily slept on. Um, for the ones that don't, they hear about it. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I heard yeah. about it before, but it ain't really nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I got Apple, uh, Tesla, Netflix, um, Nikia just re- recently took off. Mm-hmm. I know y'all heard about that. Uh, that GameStop, yeah, AMC joint. That was yep. a big. It's 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 some old hedge fund type trick type yeah. shit they done to make people put their money in in that stock and make it go up and then take their money out. So they Crazy. can make money for the investors. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a couple of the ones I got, man. I'm a, I'm a long-term play guy. I do options as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the option is? I heard about it. Um, one of my boys was trying to tell me about it. I don't really understand the gist of it, though. Okay. I think we should kind of go back to actually what a stock is. Yes, definitely. Okay. So a stock is a portion of a company. So let's say a, a company, um, like let's say use Tesla, for example. Let's say... Tesla is valued at $1 billion. And they was to take their company and divide that company into 1 billion pieces, mm-hmm. right? And they put a certain amount. They take that billion, divide it by, uh, they take that number, the, the value of the company, divide it by a billion, right? Mm-hmm. So now you can actually buy one part of that company, one share of that company. So you're basically buying a portion of a company. And uh, as that company grow, that share you bought will increase, that share price you bought will right, increase. So okay. when you first got that share from Tesla, let's say it was a hundred dollars, and after five months of them grinding and yeah. putting out new product and putting out new releases, fixing little tweaks in the car, making the features better for the car, they got up to a buck twenty. That share you bought is now a buck twenty. Mm-hmm. It's worth now twenty dollars more. And let's say time keep going and they make new cars, make new products, and it's at three hundred. Mm-hmm. As as that company go grows, your share price grows, right? I see. So um, it's like I look at it like a long term thing with me. Um, some people do short term trading and like w- which is options. I'll speak about that in a minute. Um, but I'm more so of a long term guy. I look at companies I think gonna be here uh, tomorrow. Is what mm-hmm. I say. Like you know, just in the future, um, like Tesla, like Amazon, yeah. like Apple. They ain't going nowhere. Nike. Right. So so for long term. What you're saying is when you put this money in, you might get it back years from now? Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, you're going to get it back because, I mean, all companies go through, like I was telling you earlier, we all go through trials and errors, but you got companies that are relentless and they're going to continue right. growing. And You know what I'm saying? So your money will grow. Like people put their money in a savings account. Why? I know why. You know, they, they want backbone. They want stability. Like yeah. something go wrong. If I pop somebody, I got to, you know what I'm saying, get yeah, my bread and go. Sure. But... In all actuality, that shit is not gonna happen. Right. You're, not, you're not living your life. You don't want to live your life like that. So I took all my money out of my savings account, bro. I had a hundred k in my savings account in my mm-hmm. house. I talked to my CPA. He like, you so smart, but why the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's what I that's what I thought was best. You know right. what I'm saying? So I didn't. Um, he 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 pretty much told me like, look, when it comes to um, investing your money. And it being in a savings account, that that money sitting in your savings account ain't doing shit for you. You actually losing money by doing that because the dollar is decreasing every day. Uh, see, I was going to ask you about that too because one person told me about that one day. They was like, "Yo, we, you got your money just sitting in the savings. Why not put it in the stocks?" Yeah, but I'm the type of person where I'm like, I feel like my money is more safe in my savings because I just might lose it if I put it into a stock. Okay. So like and and that's where I'm like I don't know if I want to get in the stocks or not mm-hmm. because I don't I just want security you know what I mean I, I got you I don't want to lose I thought the I'm same thing but understand that share that you bought it it doesn't you don't lose unless you sell it so mm-hmm. if it go down you didn't lose mm-hmm. just wait for it to go back up I got you that <laughs> makes sense that make that makes a lot of sense and then when it go back up if you want to sell it you cool but if you in if you in there and if for the long game, you know, don't don't sell it. Wait till right. wait till you get to a point in life where you want to sell it or you got an investment coming up. Let me sell it. You can sell it immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, let me sell that sell that sell sell those uh, sell those shares and then you know get my bread back to 
do whatever, buy, buy a house, you know, yeah. buy an investment property. Like one thing I'm getting big on this year is real estate. I've been involved with it, but um, now it's time for me to build some serious ass mm-hmm. generational wealth. Right. And I'm, I'm dropping a mentorship where I'm teaching people how to open their own credit repair company, mm-hmm. open their own financial improvement yeah. company. And in my course, I'm literally teaching the stock market and crypto. So um, the name of the course is called Indefinite Wealth. Mm-hmm. My goal is to teach people how to you know, get passive income and then take that passive income and invest it to generate wealth. Smart. So I'm going to teach them how to make the bread and how to invest it. That's what, that's one of the things I had on my list, too, because I, I think I saw you talking about it on uh, Instagram a while ago about how you're um, starting to mentor. Mm-hmm. So have you already started or are you about to now? Yeah, man, I'm suppo- I supposed to be launching... Um, February 15th I'm gonna have to push it back Cause I got a mastermind I'm hitting in, I'm hitting in Miami mm-hmm. um, And I'm gonna learn a lot From that mastermind So I'd rather take The information I'm gonna learn And implement it in my course Right And, st- and it's only three days off So Right <laughs> I'm gonna do that And take the information I learned from uh, my mastermind And put it in my course Just providing more value right. bro. Instead of just throwing it in You know They, they may miss that information right. I'd rather not do that So I'm gonna just Be patient Wait three days And then Yeah And you know one thing about that I don't know if a lot of people are aware of how valuable it can be to have a mentor in your life. Because, right. you know, you got to learn something somewhere. And why not? Okay, say say I'm doing this podcast. Why mm-hmm. not look at somebody for advice who's been doing it longer than me and who's been successful in it and who can lead me to being where they're or higher? Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people look at things like that. So when it comes to business, right, I'm going to ask you a question. When it comes to business, um, how much do you think you can pay somebody for their experience, for their lessons learned, uh, for their trials and tribulations, um, for the money they spent on learning? What? How? If you if you can put a dollar amount on that, you can't. I was going to ask you the question. Let me just tell you, you can't. Right. Because it's like I spent. Years learning what I'm learning, and I'm just giving it you, giving it to you for a dollar. Right? You can't, yo. I I literally made my first million because of a mentor. Wow, that's tough. I'm not, I'm not gonna cap. Like, yeah. it was because of me and my wife and our work ethic. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, <laughs> the 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 foundation right. he gave, right, made our first million. Right. So, like, if if you wouldn't have learned from his experiences, you probably wouldn't have made that million. Probably, probably not as quick, right? Or I would have went through. See, going through trials, go, going through shit, c- causes delays in time. True, right? True. Right. So, the time you're spending on learning these things, you could have paid somebody to teach you those things. That's you true. See, that's why our business did this. Like, we went from here to here. ADR yeah. Financial Group is like hands down one of the most profitable credit repair companies in North Carolina right now. It literally started here and went like this because we talked to somebody that was already in the business for eight years. Yeah. So all his eight years of learning what this business was about, mm-hmm. we paid for it. Right. <laughs> and we learned it, it. It's just investing in yourself, though. Exactly, that's, bro. That's all it is. Exactly. I, I, I have bought, to this day, I just, I just spent 5K on a one-day mentorship. To this day, I invest in myself. Like, you have to continue if you want to grow if you want to build invest in yourself yeah. invest in yourself invest in yourself I got just 2020 alone I think I got I bought I bought 13 courses in 2020 wow 13 real estate credit mm-hmm. even people that do credit I'm like hey good okay cool you buy shit yeah <laughs> cause now I know what I know and I know what he know right exactly <laughs> exactly that, that's just smart so when it comes to the real estate you're uh do you, are you thinking about getting your real estate license, or do you already have it? You don't need so. I know because you can do wholesaling. I heard about wholesaling. You can be an investor as well, right? Uh, I'm. A, I like the investment side of things. Having a my wife is a realtor, by the way. Okay. Yep. So being a realtor just means you you can be a middleman for transactions, right? Right. It's it's a great position to have. Have nothing against it, but um, on the investor side, right? I like. Being able to buy a property, um, fix the property up for rental, mm-hmm. you know, to build some uh, passive lifetime income. You got to think about it. If you got one house paying you $500 a month, right, for the rest of your life, right, right. and you were to go out and grab five, ten more houses that are going to pay you 500 a right. month for the rest of your life, at some point in time, you're going to surpass the amount of money that you make 
from working. You're going to start your passive income is going to pass your income. That's true. Right? And you ain't going to have to work. And if you keep buying houses and doing that over and over again, you're going to be to a point where a fat rat, I'm chilling. Just chilling, where making, we, making money in your sleep. Miami, really. Dubai. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's 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 where exactly. I'm at with it. That's why I said I'm at a point now where I got so much credit. And this, this is why I love credit. Man, I love the game because it opened the doors to so many other opportunities, bro. Mm-hmm. Like now, now it ain't nothing I can't touch. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Tough. And it's because I got credit and I got income. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? If I ain't got enough income, I can go get it with my credit. credit. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like people we talk about, you know, twenty thousand dollars down for a deal. So Right. <laughs> I'm gonna drop twenty and get sixty. Is and get it right back <laughs> and double it. So yeah, man. That's how I look at it. That's it, man. That's that's smart, man. Everything you said today just it was all uh, informative for me mm-hmm. and I know whoever hit this It's going to be informative And inspirational for them man. Shout so out, I definitely Definitely thank you For coming through bro No problem Man keep doing your thing 100 what, uh, So before we get out of here What goals do you have As far as your businesses right now mm-hmm. I know you got the real estate You say you want to keep Building on that Yep So um, My goal is to do And this is just Financial wise I'll speak on I had a little, little more details afterwards, but financial wise, I want to do two million with ADR. For my mentorship and definite wealth, I want to do at least a half a mil. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, outside of those goals, I want to buy my mom a house this year. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I want to actually buy what what I like to do, man. I want to buy like a, a older one story home and just re renovate yeah. the whole house, new HVAC, yeah. new electric, new plumbing, new flooring, new That's drywall, tough. whole whole nine yards. Um, so yeah, that's that's some that's some goals I got this year, and I definitely want to get at least four investment properties this year. For sure, yep. that's dope, man. Definitely continue doing your thing, bro. If you're looking to you know repair your credit, if you're looking for any type of information on stocks or being an entrepreneur, anything, definitely reach out to my guy. Tell them how they can reach you, bro. Yeah, man. So um, I'm on IG at Rocky Dewitt underscore uh, underscore. Please, y'all, Rocky Dewitt underscore because. <laughs> It's a lot of fake pages out. I do not want you to get hit. I had a guy giving out free prizes and everything yeah. to me. He tried to sell to me from a fake page, but it's crazy. What? Um, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Social media, crazy. I'm on um, Facebook as well, uh, Ratik DeWitt. That's R-A-T-I-Q-D-E-W-I-T-T. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter as well, Rocky DeWitt. TikTok, Rocky DeWitt. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. Yes, sir. Thank you again, bro. No problem. No problem. Continue being successful, man. That's what it is. The Solid World Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Let's get it. Man, if you made it this far, you're a real one, and I truly appreciate you. I hope you learned something from this episode. That's truly my only goal. Shout out to Solid World Entertainment and Courtesy Transportation. And more importantly, shout out to the listeners, man. If you have any feedback, you can shoot it to me at Salite14 on Twitter or IG. Again, Appreciate you for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode. I can't let my pain show Run that money to the ceiling That's really my main goal Used to trap out of that bins But really that lane closed I put business on my name Snake skins in the cane go But I'm still the same Solid world